Expert Strategies with Joe Wellyu. And as most things in business, it's pretty much all about profit. 2018, we're in an environment with compressing margins on the mortgage side. Organizations are, are faced with challenges they haven't been faced with in a long time. Their costs continue to accelerate uh, at a faster rate than the new business and, and the profitability. And so in some cases, companies have had profits dramatically decrease in a few cases and, and maybe more than a few cases. Uh, it's went the other direction. You're seeing a lot of acquisition happening right now. And so what I really want to talk about today is what organizations can focus on in 2018, considering all of the market conditions uh, that will allow them to grow profit and improve their bottom line in the immediate future. And so I want to talk about a few of those things that we've, we've seen work in the industry. Absolutely. I mean, margin compression has absolutely been a negative buzzword throughout the entire trade. So I think everybody's looking for the magic pill or at least a path to uh, reverse that. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of people, and this is uh, really heavily related to traditional industry and the way people have always thought, if I have more salespeople, I'm ultimately going, my profits are going to go up, right? Sure. And so it's a recruiting game of recruiting numbers, a lot of headcount. And, and that problem with that headcount is if you're not optimizing the productivity of that new salesperson, or if you're not taking your existing salespeople and increasing their productivity, meaning same output in terms of cost, more sales. If you're not doing those things, it's a very nasty snowball that can can build up on you and, and all of a sudden uh, take you out if you're not careful. Part of it is making sure you understand how to do that. Well, I know that if I can give them some things automation-wise that are going to help them improve their past customer retention, meaning they're going to get more predictability out of their past customers. A lot of these people have been in the industry for a long time. Why aren't we trying to double the rate at which past clients are doing business with them, right? So putting some things automation-wise in place that can help them do that, those are net new deals. We did not have to do marketing spend. In most cases, uh, if, if it is spend, it's maybe you know, a few dollars a year for some direct mail pieces or what have you. But most people aren't systematically addressing that customer for life component and how much that builds productivity for the salesperson. Okay. The other thing is really anticipating the needs of the customer based on where they're at in the transaction cycle. So I want to look at their behavior. I want to know if they're pulling their credit. I want to know if they're listing their home. I want to know what type of content they're digesting on our social media feed. So I want my data connected so I can help, uh, so I can start to anticipate the needs of a customer. The standards of today's consumer have been raised dramatically, and these raising standards mean we have to adjust in how we're approaching and serving that customer, and a lot of people are very very much behind on this, and I think that is hurting our productivity. So by bringing data together and having the intelligence and looking at what they're doing, when they're doing it, where they're at in the sales cycle, it allows you to anticipate what they actually need and then deliver them communication that's more on message, that is more timely, and you're going to get a better result. 
So are you talking about a good, solid plan and execution for follow-up with your past client database, number one, but then also using possibly big data in order to touch them at the appropriate times? Yeah, so the to, to really drive productivity, we've got a couple of components that we have to focus on. One, we have to focus on the past customer, customer for life. That is net new business each year, and I guarantee there's a lot of it falling through the cracks for most of the people listening in most of the organizations we work with and start working with have that happening. The other component is the return on investment, the efficiency of the marketing spend they're doing for net new business, right? And this could be partnerships and alignment with real estate brands and you're maybe doing, maybe they've got a radio show or a billboard, but improving the return on investment for that net new customer business as well. So you have those two components and then really the the third leg there happens to be around the salesperson themselves in actually helping them get better. Okay. And what I mean by that is helping them look at the business in a way that is not always reactive, but it's proactive. What we see is the very best producers and in every case, the most productive and the most profitable people in these organizations have basic systems in place that are repeated over and over and over again. And they're able to drive that efficiency over time because they have the basic systems that are happening without having to go in and react every day. All right. So let's say, let's say I'm an organization that uh, agrees 100% I need to take action on driving productivity in my organization, but our efforts to date have maybe been unmeasured, maybe they've been scattered and, and our results are not what they want them to be. Where would I start now? Where do I go from here? And so I'm going to share a few tips. There's clearly a lot more we could cover on this, but I'm going to share a few things that I, that I think are impactful. So no, number one, we talk a lot about training and we've stopped using the word training really. And we've started talking about inspiring versus just training. And what I think is really important is inspiring the people in the organization on the sales side. And, and this is true in other parts of the company as well. But if we're talking about driving productivity of the salesperson, they have to be inspired inspired. And a lot of times the way that you do that is showing them a better way, showing them how, listen, if you can implement and leverage the systems that we're giving you, the new technology, and by the way, here's how to do that. Here's A, B, C, D, and E on how to do that. This is what your life could look like. You could be making double the money, you could be working less, and you have more predictability. So a lot of companies just sort of throw out all of this stuff at people and they're not inspiring them. And great point. what I believe has to happen is you have to take the tech, all of the, the new process that you're throwing at them and inspire them through what's possible. And that requires really strong communication internally and a communication plan. The most successful companies that do this, they actually have internal champions that are salespeople that follow the systems and tools and best practices that the organization has in their tech stack and all their value propositions, and they execute on these things. They've got the very basic fundamentals anyway. They've got those things in place, and they do the basics over and over again, and it's what's driven that efficiency and, in many cases, sort of orders of magnitude more production than anybody else. And so the best organizations will find those people, and they will turn them into little quasi-celebrities. And, and heroes in their organization on really what's possible. You know, we've got Bill over here, or Susie over here, makes $3 million a year. 
and they never work weekends. And you want to know why? They have all of their customers are on a customer for life type of process and program. The new lead opportunities and new referral opportunities, they squeeze every possible cent out of that business they possibly can by automating a lot of the places where things fall through the cracks and then tying it back to, okay, here's how to do it. And having people in place, the reason we invest so much as a company in our support and customer success team is so that you can actually help take action and make the changes. And many times in an hour on the phone with one of your salespeople, getting them logged into, and this is just our systems, it's any systems, you can actually get them to make the changes and get them to change the course of the way they're doing business with some some basic adjustments. And having really the system and process in place to go ahead and take the action after you've inspired them to say, okay, now let's put it in action. Let's put it in place. That's the key. That's a game changer to get people focused on an outcome that they dearly desire versus asking them to get locked up in a room and learn a bunch of stuff that they don't know why they should care about. Exactly. And if you've got people in the organization that you can inspire, here's what I suggest. Number one, may look in the mirror first as an organization and make sure that your messaging is inspirational and you've got people that are successful. If you don't, <laughs> then you maybe got some other problems. But if you do and you've got people that don't want to be inspired, get rid of them because they're going to they're gonna get killed off anyway as, as things continually to rapidly evolve and change. There's just so much energy and force behind technology and transformation right now that the people that are, that are leveraging all of those things to get better every single day day and raise the standard for the consumer, they're going to own the market. And so if you've got people that don't want to be inspired to get better and increase their output and their productivity, I suggest getting rid of them. I know there's there's more to it than that, but building productivity and taking your better producing salespeople and optimizing them. And if you've got lower performers that truly want to be inspired and are willing to, to do the work and put the time into making the changes... Great. But some organizations, they spend a lot of time and energy trying to appease people that don't want to modernize. And it's really tough to drive and increase productivity across the company if you've got people that are going to fight you tooth and nail. Okay, so there's a bit of organizational soul searching that is an integral part of this as well. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, driving that productivity, obviously, there's a lot that goes into it, but a lot of people have access to the same types of technologies and looking at your tech stack and making sure the tools are in place. You've got the sort of the best of the best, as we like to say. You've put together a suite of tools, and and this goes from your point of sale system, how you take an application or how you how you onboard a customer all the way through how your transaction flow happens and the friction they might inquire. So you have to get better in all of those areas as well. But driving the productivity of the salesperson is such a critical piece to increasing profits that um, you know, we just see it as a giant opportunity for companies that are willing to grab it and, and uh, take action. Music.